0: The San Pedro Beach Bombs. Bums! What is it? The police dog. They're coming. He's undercover. Oh, boy. But they got a surprise from Charlie's Angels, the San Pedro Beach Bombs, right before 49ers versus Steelers on NFL football.
1: That hits so much over and over, especially at concerts. It's nice to put on something like this that feels a little bit special because you know that most people don't know these songs.
0: In other
2: too, it's tough for me. So, this is what Billy Joel says on the album. There was a lot of pressure to put out a new album after Piano Man, he recalls. I just didn't have a lot of stuff. There's even two instrumentals.
3: Should I insert your mom's name into the song and play it again?
2: W-O-L-D is apparently the basis for the TV series WKRP. It's all connected to the entertainer. So, Paul, would you be kind enough to grace us with another selection off Street Life Serenade? I'd be happy to.
3: You know what's coming along. Oh,
1: shit. (laughs) Last of the big time spender.
3: What? (laughs) (laughs) Se llaman Los Angelenos.
0: Somewhere on the streets with the Spanish names making love with the natives in the Hollywood places making up for all the time gone by Los angelinos all come from somewhere cause it's all so easy to become acquainted. Electric babies, blue jean and jaded, are such hot sweet school girls, so educated tanning out in the beaches with the mexican reefers no one ever has to feel like a refugee going into garages for exotic massages making up for all the time gone by
3: doesn't he do a kind of a crazy keyboard solo yet
0: up in the mountains, laying low in the canyons, going nowhere on the streets with their Spanish names, making love with the natives in their Hollywood places, making up for all the time gone by, Los Angelinos.
1: On and on and on and on and on. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I was at the garden in April twenty (laughs) twenty three. Nice.
3: Nice. I'm sure he played
1: it all the way down here. Los Angeles it was like barry white's version yeah.
2: <laughs> so what what is it what is the sound that you put on there like what would it be called that's a Wurlitzer.
3: that's a Wurlitzer electric keyboard oh, uh, model cool. 200a actually
2: i have one just in the other room wow but the keyboard you're using now has all the sounds
3: yeah it's like a nord thing it can approximate cool. it but the ain't nothing like the real thing dave
2: yeah no i get it but it's still pretty cool thanks I, I like that time when you uh put the the james keyboard in you know whatever that was i
3: like that you pick up on all these keyboard sounds like you kind of you i like that you tune into like you love hammond b3 organs and yeah certain, uh,
2: the i'm like roots, ross think. from friends i like all the sounds that the keyboard makes
3: <laughs> uh, yeah i think uh well, this is the james one. one
2: oh I yeah. love that. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I don't know what it. I've always had an electric keyboard since I was little. I, have, I still have the red 80s guitar in my bedroom, you know, the little 80s mm. keyboard guitar. I love that kind of stuff with all the sounds I've always liked that I do pick up on them. Me That's too. why I like the uh, theme to St. Elsewhere by Dave Grusin. That's why That's I like nice. Dave Grusin. He always has a different keyboard sound going on. If you listen to this uh, album, he used to have. I used to listen to it all the time in the '80s. I think it's called either. I think it's called Nightlines, and it's got the theme to Sayan Elsewhere and a whole bunch of other songs. It's uh, where he was uh, really to where he. I think. I think he's still alive. He did so many soundtracks. I think a lot we were talking about it once because one of the Billy Joel songs reminded me of the Firm. The Firm soundtrack. yeah, uh, yeah, blues, yeah, right. Which he also did, which was more piano, just piano, regular piano, not. You know electric stuff and everything so mm. i do enjoy that stuff i like a key- keyboard pe- person you know i like uh we were talking about uh who's the guy with the ben folds and people like that people that key- keyboards and piano it's my thing i know well hey
3: me too you're in good company actually we uh, should we should say we should note that this is the first re- billy joel record with the first appearance of the the moog or the mini moog on it oh we which, know which okay sorry <laughs> which became a staple of his Certainly a live show, but it's really just what appears on turnstiles and this and that's kind of it for
1: the Moog. For yeah. Really,
3: well, maybe a and, little bit on gla- no, actually Glass Houses has some of it as well.
1: Yeah, I think he toned it down a bit, but yeah, and I would he, say Good Riddance. He was going he through a down, phase. Yeah, yeah. He toned
2: it down just at the right time. I mean, it, w- it was fun. So I told you when, when we were doing Turnstiles or when we did Angry Young Man so many years ago that I used to have a electric keyboard, a small electric keyboard, and I would put it on top of my piano. So I could do the part in an angry young man when it goes to the electric keyboard and play both. Really? My mother thought I was crazy. Wow. <laughs> you know. I, I just loved having the two keyboards like like Paul Schaefer used to, the multiple keyboards surrounding him and stuff like that. And that's the way I pictured Billy Joel playing the song. But then, I, you know, they didn't have YouTube back in the time. I didn't know he actually was going to the right and using a different keyboard. So I got it right, I guess. Well, that's
3: you had like a Rick Wakeman thing from Yes, where you had, you know, a hand. Funny you the-
2: should mention that. Uh, the, the last <laughs> review I have is from this, you know, this complete douchebag that, what, how do you pronounce <laughs> it? Robert Christigau? Robert Cri- uh, Chris Gow. Yeah. Chris, Chris Gow. Gow from The Village, Village Voice, Voice yeah. or as he's called himself, the self proclaimed Dean of American Rock Critics. Mm-hmm. He gives Street Life Serenade a C, which. Must be okay because he gave the stranger
1: a B (laughs) minus. What a dick. Well, C C is Spanish for
2: yes. (laughs) Right. So he writes, boy, these piano boys on Root Beer Rag and the Mexican Connection. Joel abandons Irving Berlin for George Gershwin or do I mean Roger Williams? Granted, the entertainer is so nasty it's witty, so nasty it may be about Joel himself. But why does it include a Rick Wakeman imitation?
3: There you go. Yeah, it's the,
2: you got it exactly right, Paul. Well, it's true. It's a.
3: I can't do the Moog sound. It's like more '80s in this one, but it's true. Yeah, I don't know. I, the Rick Wakeman stuff was very, is very influential at that time, Dave.
1: Well, actually, there's an interview that um, that Billy Joel did at that time in 1974, where the interviewer asked him, "Who's your favorite band right now?" And he said, "Yes." <laughs>
2: he said, "C." <"See."
1: laughs>
2: <laughs> it's curious well can i just ask you something and i don't want you to play the whole thing or anything but can you play like i know you can because we asked you to do angry young man kurt can you do a little root beer rag sure i can Can you actually i mean i I know you can but just a tiny bit
3: for any of the listeners out there that are actual piano players uh i could fake my way through some of it That, right and he goes uh wait right something like that he does and then he does uh, uh right that's kind of it um I'm just sounding it out he does it's very similar to the angry it really foreshadows angry young man because he has yeah. that the bass and, and the left hand and the right hand kind of are staggered and, uh, it picks back up. interesting it's like a test of speed and ferocity velocity yeah, but, and ferocity let always. me ask you a question while'
2: mm-hmm. watching you play it on all smiles because it so yeah. sounds amazing and it's just fascinating that oh that's true piano playing is it would it have been easier to play on a regular piano a song like that well i'll
3: go I'll go to it right now real quick Oh, you're not going to see
2: me play it. But He's going this is highly up. irregular, folks.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if the uh,
3: it feels. It definitely feels better on a regular piano. Have the speed in my hands anymore like i used to
2: i'm sure billy has
3: said that a bunch too but it's true
2: i mean there must be a difference with the weight of the keys and when you play a song like that there is yeah you want that bounce back you know and these keyboards right. don't
3: have it and some for sure there's so much of that i mean you can't really play angry
2: young man on a on a unweighted
3: ke- R- keyboard i'd say right right
2: that's why i was asking that's so interesting yeah. oh that's pretty cool that was that was great thank you so much you can
3: feel free to edit that out
2: <laughs> no way are you nuts no. that was fantastic I mean it, it, it's also great that you're just going in a different place and and we're so eager to hear it like we were just like oh he's playing it now this is going to be great shut up. you know like, we're definitely keeping this because there's so many times I'm like oh, I'll edit that out in my head and I'm like no 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 we're keeping this I, I need to shut up for better or
3: worse I I listened to the record uh yesterday um and guys it, it really there's a lot of foreshadowing of turnstiles certainly in that song with angry young man but it's just there are moments on this record where his voice is kind of almost
2: there there's just little hints of of future joel it's really fascinating stuff and i would also say that the track listing is pretty good on this one i don't think i would have Mm -hmm. any other way of doing it but like like we said on sometimes the stranger is a little questionable But then like then, like Paul always says, you have to do it for certain reasons on the album. But this one, you know, starting off with Streetlight Serenader makes sense going into Los Angelinos. You could make a case for the Great Suburban Showdown being replaced with Roberta. Make that the last song on the first side. But you can't put Root Beer Rag and the Entertainer on the same side. So you had to put that in on either the first or the second. But I like that the second side kicks off with the Entertainer. And then again, as Danny Vermont calls it, the back nine. <laughs> that could be, <laughs> you know, replaced repl- in any way, but need to be at the very end, which is perfect. That's a perfect. That's a perfect album. You get the hits up front, and you get the back nine at the at the end. Hits. Were they, were they hits? Well, to us, to us, <laughs> to us, to us. Yes. Why don't we just get to the rankings? Having said this uh, track listing, is everybody okay with that? Sounds good. Yeah. Should I go first as usual, since they're pathetic and crazy, <laughs> sure. and that, I will wait for the Instagrams to come in on how insane these are.
3: <laughs> I'm I'm curious what it, what Italian Stallion Al has to say.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, that's you, yeah. Do okay, it, with Dave. That? okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm I'm interested to see. I have no idea what anyone's rankings are going to be for this. Well, one. <laughs> these
2: are crazy, but it's also difficult now that he's played Roberta again. I remembered how much I really like it. So I don't know, but my number one is sick. (laughs) Okay. You probably guessed what it is already. I know what it is. Number ten is weekend song. (laughs) I just did. I'm like, no, thank you. Very disappointing for me to never hear that song before and wrap up the album that way. Then last of the big time spenders, and those two could have been totally turned around. I really don't care. And Los Angelinos is number eight. Those three, I had a Whatever. I mean, I like Los Angelinos more than the other. The other two are wastes for me, but Los Angelinos is okay. And of course I feel horrible about it because I know that's Alon's favorite song. So I try really hard to like that song. Thank you. But You're welcome. What am I going to do? Seven is street life serenader. The the one through seven. Now, since I've been doing this podcast, all of these songs are now like in my head all the time. Like I, I can Somehow, just say them on a daily basis. Whether it's walking to work, in the shower, I, I, I have them in my head now. It's definitely Street Life Serenader, mm, and Billy uh, Joe's the- getting royalties in real time every time. <laughs> every time he- <laughs> I can't get royalties for my head. Uh, then number, mm, I guess number six would be Souvenir. You know, I don't, I don't love it, but I, it's an interesting song. And then the Great Suburban Showdown, number five, Root bear Rag is four. And you know what off the top of my head right now i think because because paul played it i'm going to switch these in a game time decision i'm going to go number three the entertainer number two roberta (laughs) number one the goddamn mexican connection (laughs) i love that song what's the matter with me i I love billy joel's stupid instrumental
1: song I'm an idiot that's a good list
2: it's a weird one but it is my list for now in uh 2023 or whatever year you're listening to this in that is my list now as paul has always taught us these could change on any
1: day in any year in fact they do alan what do you got all right so i got at the bottom of the list is last of the big time spenders sweet for me that is clearly the weak song on the album So I was glad that you had it near the bottom also. My next three are songs that I think are really good, but I think these are the writer's block songs. These are the filler of the album. So number nine, I'm putting The Mexican Connection. Number eight, Root Beer Rag. Because I feel like if Billy had more time, he would have put lyrics on The Mexican Connection. He could have made that into an actual like full song and not just an instrumental. So I feel like it was there. That's
2: a good way of putting it.
1: Number seven, I put Souvenir. It's two minutes long, two minutes flat. It's great. It's nice. It's a nice little picture postcard of a song, but it's not a complete song. Number six is Weekend Song. Number five is Street Life Serenader. Number four is The Great Suburban Showdown, which I think is awesome. Maybe my favorite country song. <laughs> Girl, country song. <laughs> number Well, I like singing it with a twang. For me, it's a country <laughs> song. Number three, The Entertainer. Number two, Roberta. And number one, as everyone can assume, is Los Angelinos.
3: Right Wow You know Hearing hearing you guys Just read off your I have a soft spot For all these songs Actually So I don't know Should I get into it? Yeah No let's wait Okay Tune in next week (laughs) Part four Of Street Life Serenade (laughs) Yeah Last of the Big Time Spenders Is my number ten Followed by Weekend Song Although I love that Kind of Leon Russell Gospel thing I,
2: I dig that i don't know hey check it out a lot we're on the same page me and paul this is awesome Uh first day of my life i'll leave (laughs) i'm gonna go with um
3: root beer rag next as as eight a fun i i should just note with these two instrumentals uh, so root beer rag is eight and mexican connection for me is seven i feel like he he put more production work (laughs) into these instrumentals like there's what there's strings on on um on mexican connection there's so many synths and vocals on they're almost more produced than the songs with lyrics on them. So it's just very curious to me how much kind of work he put into these songs. And I guess knowing them and hearing them musically, there's a lot of, there's a lot of rich harmony and, and just a lot of, um, effort put into these instrumentals. So curious to know Billy, like why didn't he have the energy to write lyrics, but there's so much energy expended in these instrumentals. It's very curious. Uh, number six is actually the title street life Serenator.
0: yeah you know
3: i don't know that it goes anywhere for me it's one of those things it's like does it really go anywhere that song what's it really trying to say uh, where am i number five number five is uh great suburban showdown that's a cool song that's a really nice song uh number four is los angelinos number three is the entertainer number two is roberta and number one is souvenir
2: wow <laughs> that's interesting that's amazing yeah that's a paul bombshell right there <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs>
2: yeah that's awesome yeah oh uh, you know you, you guys are you made such a good point uh i didn't even think about that about the two of you made a good point about root beer rag and mexican connection you're right if you just had more time making you know lyrics for those especially mexican connection that could have been one of his greatest songs of all time i i agree i, I didn't even think about that if you had just Put a little bit more time into it yeah that's a cool tune for sure. and, and and it's funny what you're saying about the production level of those two songs that that's really interesting that's when you know you're just in the wrong direction at the wrong place at the wrong time and things are going to turn around for you but you're not in the space you need to be just yet you need to move back to the east coast your roots yeah. Be happy in your. I mean, it's so funny, this guy. I mean, he, are you talking to me or are you talking to. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Well, maybe a little because we want you back here. You but, talking uh, to me? <laughs> but it's it, coming you out of right now. It is funny. I mean, the guy's so happy in Long Island. You know, I mean, it's just we know this. He loves Long Island. He's he happy as literally a clam. Alan went <laughs> past his house and he's just sitting on the porch. I mean, on a random Saturday, (laughs) I mean, the guy worships Long Island and he was totally out of his element Hmm. and he had never left again.
1: I'm sorry.
3: What? He he, he was sitting on. You didn't hear that story, Elon?
1: Uh, Two summers ago, I think I was in Sag Harbor and it was last summer. I think It was two summers. Time flies, Dave, when we're doing this podcast. Hmm. Maybe it was last summer. Anyway, I was there and he was I walked by his house. It's on the main strip right by the marina. It's not hidden at all. It's just he's just on the main road. And he was sitting there on his porch with his dog, smoking a cigar, <laughs> brandishing a shotgun and saying, move on, city boy. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's the point. The guy's just sitting at his, he couldn't,
2: he's happy as, thank you, a clam <laughs> living in Long Island. He's totally miserable. He shouldn't be out in Los Angeles recording records. That wasn't the place for him. And it's, yeah. I mean, what could be more obvious than you come back to town and you, you, you take a picture at the, Italian restaurant. You're recording in New York. You're 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 a happy place.
3: Well, I mean, compare the back record uh, sleeves of this record where he looks so angry, so frustrated with the stranger.
2: Where he's you know a glass of wine. He's got his compadres around, his paisanos exactly. around. You know. Well, I mean, let's talk about this album cover for a second. When we know the back album cover, we've spoken about this. He had what do you have? Bronchitis or so? He had, a t- no, he had t- his his wisdom teeth.
1: teeth wisdom
2: teeth pulled know. right. <laughs> So So he's real chubby looking. Yeah. I mean, what could be better than that, too? It's just like a a dopey album cover back. You know, he's trying to be a a team player, but he also just had his wisdom teeth pulled. So (laughs) it just gets worse. Like even the album cover suffers (laughs) from whatever.
1: And I think the story, I think I read this, that the house that he that picture is taken at is the house he was staying at in L.A., which apparently was being rented from Artie Rip or it somehow had an Artie Rip connection. So that whole story that Artie didn't know how to find Billy Joel was a little bit specious because maybe uh, he actually knew exactly where he was living.
2: It's a hotel and cafe.
1: No, the the front cover is I'm saying the back cover cover where he's sitting. Oh, I see.
2: But the front cover is a hotel and cafe located at 651 South center street in Los Angeles. When I looked that up, the map says it's in San Pedro, which as you know, is the home of my favorite, television show from the 70s the san pedro beach bumps we all know that Yeah, well, no one knows that except me and frank S- santa padre
1: can you sing the theme song for us
2: uh no i can't but i will play it for you you want to see the television opening it's so 70s it's like really great do you want to see it sure yeah we
0: we'll can't say no <laughs> about, oh. one thing they
1: <laughs> That's my so favorite ending. Is my favorite. The main guy's name was Stuff.
2: Yeah, and <laughs> notice there's not one female listed in the credits. Weird. Like boy chick. No, boy chick is the. It's
1: got chicken boy in chick. It. That's my favorite
2: one. <laughs> That's the character I should have been playing, obviously. And the funny, the word worst part is when I'm watching that, I'm like, we got to get that back on the air. I got to redo that with me and Alon, the San Pedro Beach Bums. Let's do we it. Dave Juskow is boy chick i'd pay nothing to see that (laughs) and paul lauren as moose (laughs) (laughs) i remember that as a kid and i'm just like this is the greatest show ever and it's just so stupid and you know even as a kid it's never gonna last and it was just Mm -hmm. stupid and dumb and that's all that's what they had on abc oh there's an episode where charlie's angels come in it's a it's a spelling show oh, an
0: Off
3: of charlie's angels is that it good? is not a spin-off but okay, they
2: okay. came to kind of save the show and the ratings by ha- and charlie's angels visit the san pedro beach Bubs. wow is so is, is to san to
3: pedro that's what madonna sings about in la isla bonita When that's she-
0: right <laughs> last night i dreamt of san pedro
2: beach bugs
0: cover of the the billy Joel album
2: (laughs) (laughs) hey that's a good song that la isla bonita that's a good one Mm -hmm. um okay this is my least favorite time of the program oh as we go into the parodies for, oh, my God, for the Street Life Serenade album. I can't think of anything worse in our entire podcast than <laughs> <It's>, the parodies <laughs> of this album and then later Cold Spring Harbor.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, that'll be a good one. This is where I make <laughs> Paul work.
3: Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, well, we
2: could do, I'm looking on the list here. Yeah, what I was we... going to say let Alan take over, but this is where Paul has to decide what he prefers to do.
1: The thing is, not only did I send him all the parodies, but two of them had alternate versions. So there's like (laughs) double parodies for certain songs. That's you're the worst.
3: (laughs) When what Paul prefers to do, I mean, it'd be nice to just skip the thing altogether.
1: No, I'm just (laughs) I have no problem with that. (laughs) No, he doesn't mean that.
3: You know, when they say it's an embarrassment of rich, this is an embarrassment of poverty here. I um, (laughs) am well, we could just do two. (laughs) I'm getting roasted here. Okay, sorry. Uh, Let's start with the
2: entertainer. Oh, Al- that'd be great. Alternate version, The Terminator. Yeah. Oh, I think that was a good one if I remember correctly. We're going to Yeah, find so this out. was
1: in the, on the original episode I had done um a thing about Saved by the Bell and then we realized for the letter wrap up that it should have been about the Terminator. So that's what Oh, we
2: did that episode. I think I brought it up. I thought you were Yeah, you know, and I was like that was
1: brilliant, But we didn't think of it.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, great. So we've never actually heard this one before. Or we did. You say you did it on I the letter. I still sang wrap-up. it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: I'll just give you one of these Moe intros.
0: I am the Terminator, and killing is my job. I say I'll be back later, and hasta la vista. At first I was a bad guy, but now I'm here to save. A boy named John and his crazy mom, and the world's unfucked. I'll self-destruct to prevent the
2: judgment day. Oh man, sweet! That's so worth it when you hear just to hear him play the Entertainer, and then those lyrics were pretty good. You want <laughs> to for those were James very Cameron way. to hear that? You want to hear the <laughs> the
3: the, the Say by the Bell version, of course, don't you?
0: My name is AC Slater, and I go to Bayside High stupid athletes that i might be your guy i dated jesse Spano; she thinks that i'm a pig and at the football game can it choose my name while screeching zach sit away in the back with mr building <laughs> okay damn
2: it now i'm not sure which one i like better that was pretty good too that was and you know then awesome. we played I don't know whether you heard Paul, but then we in the wrap-up, I think we played Mr. Belding singing piano man. Did you hear that one? <laughs> it's so messed up, right? It's a disaster. It, I didn't it's hear like, that.
0: It's nine o'clock
2: on <laughs> Saturday. Oh R.I.P. Oh when did he die? Did oh, we know that? Know. Did he I thought he died? What's his name? Haskins? No, I think this was karaoke he was doing just a couple of no, years st- ago.
1: Still alive. Dennis Haskins.
2: He's old though. He's in his eighties, right? Seventy-two. Oh, he's okay.
1: Yeah, so he's not dead, and he's not old—not old, old,
2: and his age. You got everything wrong. Okay. Well, you know, he's dead to me. So get this. Um, I mean, I probably shouldn't tell anybody this, but on Saturday night, you know, it's like late. I'm just looking for stuff to watch. I'm watching an old episode of The Facts of Life, and it's like the the most pathetic '80s episode you could ever see. These girls are—I looked it up. They're 22, but they're dressed like they're the Golden Girls. It's like so messed up. Their hair, their outfits—it's really messed up. And Joe is attracted to this guy who's in an 80s band. And I looked up the guy and it's, so, I mean, it's just a, like a time capsule. It should be put in a time capsule and sent to Mars because it's so 80s. The guy <laughs> who's in this band is attracted to Joe saying the theme to "Say by the Bell. Wow. Oh. When I wake up in the morning. And Yuck. my mom gets out of the morning. I don't think I'm going to How's that for a morning? Saturday night When I dog. wake up in
0: the morning and longer time i I don't think I'll ever make it on down. By the time I pack my books and I'll give myself a look. I'm out the corner just about to see the book. Let's fly by. It. All right. All right. But wasn't there, um. Uh, awesome. <laughs> you take the good, you take the bad.
2: Facts alive. Alive. The facts of life. The facts of life. When the boys you used to hate, you date, you really must invest I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I can't remember. I, you know, the important thing is that we move on to uh Alan's horrible parodies. <laughs> Instead of horrible theme songs.
3: <laughs> Why don't we do Chewbacca?
2: W- oh, is that to Roberta? <laughs> yes. <Yeah, that's right. laughs> I only figured it out because I'm like, what's a one word? Oh, my God. That sounds horrible. <laughs>
3: make those Wookiee noises.
0: Chewbacca, you are a wookie. You're eight feet tall, naked and real hairy. Oh, I wish you had on pants. Oh, I wish you had on pants. Oh, Chewbacca, I can't understand you <laughs> but When you try talking, feel like I'm at the zoo It's tough for me This is funny It's tough for you See all your fur,
3: and i That's this is. I was gonna
2: say, I was like, This is so stupid, but I wanted him to get to that part that I like, and it was worth it. It's coming. See
0: all your fur, and I want to make coats from you. Insert
2: spooky sounds. So it couldn't get any worse. Oh wow! <laughs> Yikes. I, I had to break there. I'm sorry about. Thank that. you <laughs> <Yeah>. for breaking. <laughs> so
1: funny.
2: Do you want to do one more of these horrible parodies? This, this album. Uh, We're not. Go. We can move on. <laughs> I mean, they are. Yeah. Uh, do you want to hear one? That's Alan, is there one in particular you think will be good for Paul to play to not make you look ridiculous?
1: I wish you were wearing pants. What the hell is that? I didn't even yeah. know those were the lyrics. Inappropriate, completely. Great Suburban Showdown is too long. You did all the verses on that I one. I think I did the entire song on that one, <laughs> honestly.
2: Although I I could totally go for the Great Suburban Showdown too, so I don't
3: know. It's a tough one. Why don't we try some of the parody of the of the Great Suburban Showdown? Okay. Okay, sure.
0: I'm working up the courage to go say hi But instead my stupid friend Says he's gonna try again It's the loser virgin showdown One more time So he goes and saddles up ask her what's inside her cup. She rolls her eyes and says she's leaving soon. So now I move across the floor. I ask her if she likes Star Wars. Cause I got all the figurines in my room. Never been. Mother says I'm great Yet I'm here Every night Striking out For my friend It's the same He says let's go away And play a game So we all sit around In his living room Eating Cheetos Playing Doom Maybe next week I'll get a my cheek I bring her home to the dismay of my friend he spend the night with his hand while I become a man Oh the loser virgin showdown is at an end The loser virgin showdown is at an end
1: That song is
2: good but those lyrics are stupid i don't know what they were but it still worked anyway
1: <laughs> it was even more depressing than the real version of the song. yeah
2: <laughs> it was depressing what time of night did you write that one at
1: Alon? oh that was definitely a 2 a.m song for sure
2: <laughs> okay he's like uh oh we're recording in an hour i better put something together yeah yeah. No, talk I- about street life serenade that's all of alan's parodies or like the entire album He's like, I need 15 more minutes. Stretch, stretch. <laughs> Got nothing else to say about this song. <laughs> I still don't know how he does it. Every, every, uh, the weekend song. I was just like, dude, I don't even remember the melody. I don't know what you're going to do.
3: It's, it's backbreaking apparently for him. <laughs> yeah. <he> <laughs>
1: yeah. It hurts. It's it, a lot I, you of know, work. Seven years. I've been working for this Dave just corporation. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, but it how is. many, how many years? has the podcast been going on two
2: over a little over two and it's going three we have shows until april of 2024 what yeah well we were just as surprised as you were we're only in the w's (laughs) (laughs) no i worked it out i worked out the math i already have it till december and then i see it going until april you guys are really
3: milking this thing aren't you well we're having a good time
2: and these are the best these album rappers are fantastic No, me too it's your fault
3: I'm, you're gonna you're gonna milk this podcast longer than billy joel's gonna be playing the garden yeah yeah that's our plan
1: <laughs> we're gonna stretch even longer to make sure we still have it going when that final show happens next summer that's right <laughs> we
2: gotta figure it out my no it's but anyway it's, it's always a blast really yeah paul thank you so much this has been a blast for you know a very strange album and still so much fun every time and hearing you play is the absolute best I know I told my sister doesn't really care for the show, but I'm like, well, you got to listen to the wrap ups because Paul plays and that's the best. And we love this kind of stuff. And it really does make everything special. So thank you once again. for. And we know how busy you are. And you just traveled home today and, you know, put this together so we could record today. And we really appreciate it. Oh,
3: thanks. I mean, as
2: you can see, I put nothing together, but I I appreciate it. Maybe it seems that way to others, but we know how hard it is for you to take time to do this
3: oh it's it's always a great pleasure and uh please tell your sister josephine that uh, i appreciate <laughs> kind of words.
1: you know i was i was going to echo dave's sentiments but i just saw the rolling stone review of this podcast episode and <laughs> not good
3: oh you mean the robert chris one? yeah chris yeah. gow they, they
1: both it was like a two-pronged approach just Never ripping us remember. apart for this album wrap-up
2: but uh, yeah thank you guys this is uh street life serenade album uh, join us i guess next month when we wrap up the greatest hits volume three album stormfront <laughs> because alan and i realized that most it's six songs from Stormfront, stormfront six songs on a greatest hits album from one album what really yep hold on that doesn't make sense it, i swear alan back me up please
1: not only is that true, but then he even like left off actual hit songs and still put on all these album tracks from Stormfront. Like Modern Woman is not on that. That's on the bridge. Oh, yeah. but I know, but I'm saying you're oh, breaking right, the right. hits. He left off it's a top hits. ten right. song, yeah, yeah. and you left that out so you could stick whatever.
2: And then the uh, yeah, he left off cover. a top ten hit, so he could put thing, so he could put six songs from one album. On a greatest hits and all that thing at the beginning just says is oh it looks like the company told me I had enough songs for a third album and it's like did you I don't know I mean I guess if you're just going to put entire albums on then yeah I guess everybody does weird six uh, songs what that's saying
3: Paul is you should put out a greatest hits album I think I beginning. should I think it's actually it's actually, actually <laughs> I do kind of have a greatest hits it's called uh, the best of uh <laughs> 2014 to 2020 uh it's and it's on spotify right now you can, oh, is that okay. true yeah it's it's uh it's up there it's called
2: leisurely the best of paul oran uh oh, well,
3: that's and volume everything, three everything that has come out afterwards is um
2: well i wasn't making fun I that's terrific news and yeah let's make sure everybody follows that i know they already follow you on spotify so I didn't know you had a greatest hits, and well, I apologize for not knowing. The, that. I've
3: had no hits, but it, it, that's the that's the. Point. Well, there
2: are hits in our world, in our Billy Joel A to Z world. That's for sure. oh That's sweet. All right. So well, Paul, Paul is going to play us out today to wrap up the Street Life Serenade album. Wrap up. What do you have for us to play us out today? Uh, it's a little song called the uh, Souvenir. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>
0: Picture postcard, a folded star, a program on the plane. File away your photographs of your holiday. mementos who turn to dust but that's the price you pay